this episode, we take a look at one of the greatest MMORPGs that's come into Xbox. And we dive into the recent Evercade Showcase. I'm Anthony. And I'm Barry, and this is episode 108 of the Retro Gaming Dads podcast. The podcast for everything retro and retro-inspired. We're back. This is it. We took one week off, but we're back with a video, <laughs> video podcast again. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, we didn't take a week off. We just took a week off from videos. Well, yeah. 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 So... As we've been doing quite a lot of these recently, in case you're wondering how you can actually watch the video versions of these episodes, you can either watch them on our website at retrogamingdads.co.uk, through Spotify, or on YouTube. So just search for Retro Gaming Dads, and if you enjoy what you see, let us know, and we'll do more of these video episodes. Get to see our lovely mugs. I'm not sure they want to see our mugs, but what we talk about, however, because if you listen to it, we're talking about what we're seeing on the screen. You're kind of missing half the picture there. So yes, you can follow it to, to actually yes. see what we're talking about. We do about. try and explain what's going on yes. as we're talking about it. So hopefully you're not left too too much in the dark if you're just listening to the audio version of the podcast. Which, to be clear, the audio version's going nowhere. Oh yeah, it's always going to be the same places as always. Yeah, just think of these videos as a little bit of a, a bonus, if you would. Now... Before we get into this episode, we'll do what we normally do every week, and predictably, we'll always say the same sort of games, but what have you been playing? Uh, actually, I've been playing something new. I've been playing Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I've been playing it with a couple of guys at work. Fantastic game. I'm really enjoying it. The Borderlands series have always been um, one of my favorites, so this kind of gives it quite a lot of a D&D tabletop style genre to it, and I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, you you vastly undersold this to me. What do you mean? When you were explaining this, you made it sound so dull. What? I, I tried uh, my best. I, I, I maybe would have picked it up. I should have looked at a trailer rather than um, take, take your word for it. I tried my best. I even offered to go halves with you on this. No, no. You, you wanted me to go halves with you, let's face it. No, no. I, I said, I'm going to buy it anyway, but if you want to go halves, we could do it that way instead. Yeah, only because you wanted me to buy it digitally because you can't have access to my digital games. Also, so you could play it if you wanted to. Nah. Give me the chance. Yeah, you, you've actually undersold it to me. Wow. Have you been playing anything else other than that? Uh, no, no, I have not. No, nothing new. What about yourself? I've downloaded Ratchet and Clank. I've played the beginning of that on my Steam Deck and I'm very okay. impressed with how good it looks on the Steam Deck. Is that Rift Apart, yeah? Rift Apart, yeah. Um, apart from that, I'm just holding out for Armored Core. Although, <laughs> I went on a little scavenger hunt yesterday trying to see if I could find a cheap Xbox Series S or Series X just so I can play it when it comes out. And I believe that's out on the 25th of August. Yes, and I can't wait. I'm counting it down. However... <sighs> I'm not sure I'll be able to convince us to let me have it straight to um day release. The thing is, I'm away that week as well. I'm going to Plymouth for a week, as so probably won't be able to play it. Just take your Xbox with you. I haven't got an Xbox. I get one. While you're down, I get one. No, I'm not going to sit down (laughs) there. Go go see me mum in uh, Plymouth and play on the Xbox all week. What did you do in the evenings? What time did I go to bed? You know what I mean? It's just one of them questions. No. no uh, anyway, th- there's no access to a TV there. I might. Oh, I, I don't know. I was thinking if I don't really play the multiplayer, I might pick it up on the Steam Deck. Or oh, okay. on PC to play it on the Steam Deck. 
but I want the achievements. And proper yeah. achievement, none of these Steam achievements. Proper, 100% full fat Xbox yes. achievements. Oh, that, that's, that's the main reason, you know, Oh, sorry, not my main reason. One of the main reasons we're sticking with the Xbox is because how well the achievement system works. <laughs> and yeah, the they got us joy. hooked in all the way back on the 360. And yes, no, I can't. Sometimes I look at a game. We've been playing Wreckfest a couple of races. Yes. I'm thinking, oh, can it be bothered? I've 100% to do it now. Is there any point actually playing this game anymore? So I've not. And that I keep is, thinking that is not the do. way to look at it. No, it's not. That's not the way to look at it. But yeah, I haven't really been playing anything. I've been saving myself for when Armored Core comes out. <laughs> so, Not long at all. Yeah, just, My I just need to get an Xbox. I will have to buy it digitally because I've got no distry. Oh, because you've got Series S. Yes. I well, would like I'd... to pick up Series X and I plan to for my birthday, but that's a couple of months away. Yeah, so... but even then, yeah, it'll still carry across to it, so that's not an issue. Oh, no, I know, but it's just... Yeah, I think I might mm. have to go for convenience just get a digital copy. Well, but, see, I'd like to pick it up did, uh, physically, sorry. Because I have quite a few of the old Armored Core games. Yes. Physical copies on the PlayStation 2. I think I might have the first one on the PS1 and then a couple of them on the... Well, four of them on the 360. But if I'm looking for a cheap Xbox, chances are I'll end up going with a Series S. So then I'll, I'll need to pick it up digitally as well. So... Well, might be in the same boat. The opposite, I'll split it. <laughs> no, just saying you're just being cheap. You're just being cheap. No, I'll, by all means, I'll go, I'll go buy it full price anyway. But if we're both going to, what, what happens then if I get another? If I buy Elliot an Xbox, though, that's the only thing I'm thinking. If I buy Elliot an Xbox and set yeah. his as the home oh, Xbox, I get it. I do get it. Not saying I will. I'm not being funny. He stole me Switch. He's not on me Xbox as well. <laughs> well. Not having a yet theoretical Xbox. Right. Shall we get into the news? We'll do a couple of quick news items before we watch this Evercade. Um, I think it's another indie showcase, volume yeah, two, I so think it's, it's Yeah, it's volume two of theirs. Yeah, so first up, the big one, which I've seen a lot of PlayStation fans crying over. I don't know why. Final Fantasy 14. Is coming to the Xbox next year. Why are they crying over this? Because this isn't. I mean, yes, it was on the PlayStation, but it was never said to be an exclusive. It's just Microsoft just made some deals, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm it's... sorry, PlayStation, you're allowed exclusives. So we can't. Well, stuff you know. I'd like to preface this with saying it's entirely the minuscule percentage of PlayStation fans that are making the most noise about mm. this. This isn't general playstation fans but they're crying about it because they're saying oh well square you know sony made square if it wasn't for the sony playstation final fantasy wouldn't be as big as it was which i'd like to point out before final fantasy 7 came out final fantasy was a big thing thanks to nintendo so don't give me that about it being sony who built square up they just blowing smoke Exactly. And it's not as if Final Fantasy games haven't come to the Xbox in the past. Now, in all fairness, most of them don't come. But we've had Final Fantasy 13, 13 2, Lightning Returns, and Final Fantasy 15 all come to the Xbox. We got re releases of 7, 8, I think 9's on there, and maybe 12. Oh, we had Final Fantasy 11, the first 
crack at a Final Fantasy MMO back yes, on the 360. I remember playing, was a beta of that at one point? I, I don't know if there like was a, a I don't know if there was a trial or anything like that. I picked it up and I played it for one month because yeah. no achievements. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's no achievements. Right. Stop it, it's good. Nah, no achievements. I'll go back to Fancy Star Universe, which oh, I, I, I did 100. percent I love that game. Yeah, it, it was a good game. Amazing, it was. So. For those that are interested, and I would imagine there's a lot of people that are going to be interested. I'll, I'll in definitely this. be giving this one a go. The game will be crossplay, so you'll be able to play with up to 27 million other pre-existing players. That's okay. that's a lot of people. You might find one or two yeah. people you actually click with and can get along with. Usually in MMOs, I just kind of go off on Cruise my own. Up by yourself. Yeah, can't be doing with social interactions. So much hassle. <laughs> Are you struggling just a work interaction like social? Well, yeah. So with this, will... beta coming out for this, isn't there? Yes, I was just about to say, there will be a beta coming out soon. Um, don't know how don't... soon soon yeah. is. It might be in a couple of weeks, a couple of months. I'm not sure. When it does launch next spring, you will be able to play the entirety of the base game of Realm Reborn. Because nice. I don't know if you're aware of when this game originally released. It wasn't great. It didn't do well, and it got to the point where Square Enix just thought, do you know what? We'll just scrap it and do it again. Really? So A Realm Reborn was kind of the version two of the game. Yeah. Got you. So you get to play the entirety of that for free, plus the expansion packs Heavensward and Stormblood. And you can get up to level 70 without paying a single penny. So this is a subscription-based yes. MMO. Uh, a bit but like, a say, World War. Hefty Warcraft. amount for free. That's a lot of content. Yeah, there's no limit on how long you can play for. You can make multiple really? characters if you wish. If you just want to get to that point, you don't have to spend a penny on this. Flipping heck. So, and... But do Sony players get this, or do they have to pay? Monthly? No, no, I, be- I believe this is a across-the-board kind of but, thing. Yeah. But there was one, there was a bit of concern whether or not now it's coming to Xbox with things yes. like Xbox Live. Well, well, it's not Xbox Live anymore. It's going to become Xbox Game Pass cool. Core. Yep. Yes. Whether or not you'd have to pay that plus pay the subscription. Got you. Um, no, the subscription is somewhat optional in this game. Okay. But that's a lot of content. So. I'll definitely be jumping into it. That does sound pretty cool. And I will, mm. I do love my MMOs and I will jump into this one and play it with you. If yeah. You're happy for me to join you. Nah. you know, in. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. One of the things. So, while we're talking about games coming to the Xbox, we could also be seeing the Transformers titles coming to Game Pass. Transformers, robots in disguise. Oh, I absolutely love these games. And it's Hasbro. Hasbro, the ones who are saying they want it on Game Pass, especially with the yes. new uh, Transformers game being made currently at the moment. They're like, come on, let's let's get this game back out. However, there's an issue. Potentially. Potential issue, sorry. So Hasbro turned around and said that Activision has lost the games, but that's not the case. They've been misplaced. Not quite. 
Activision have come out and gone, we haven't lost them. We never had lost them. We still have them. Okay, but do they know where they are right now? No, no, they don't. From what I understand, so Lulu Mercevig, I think her name is. <laughs> Your gets good to mind, but that's Activision's right. chief communication officer has confirmed that they never lost them. They still have them. Brilliant. Okay, so put them in Game Pass. Well, yeah, maybe once the Microsoft Activision merger yes. goes through, which hopefully it'll go through, what, by the end of August, is it? Something like that. Fantastic games. Unit, me, mechs, robots, anything at all. Transformers just, just kind of like, you know. I think the only one I've played is the one that was done by the same guys who done Bayonetta. Is that for the Cybertron? Was that the one, was that the one you have to get to play as a dinosaur? So it's grim looking at. I don't know. I might not have got that oh, far okay. in. It was cell shaded. I don't nope. recall. It was so long ago. It, that was on the 360, so so long ago. Oh, no, no. Um, no, this, I'm fairly certain, was an Xbox One title. Okay. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't think who the company's called. I, I know the logo is a P. I can't remember what it is. The letter P, not like a little garden. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it'd be nice to see those games come on. Uh, I'm sure Microsoft would love the fact that it's going to bolster the library that people get from oh, Game Pass as 100%. well. 100%. And the Transformers games have always been something that's drawn a lot of players into it. I remember whenever I used to play online, there was always full lobbies of people trying to play the, the games multiplayer. Mm. And so I think it would definitely draw a big play base onto those games. So please, please add it if this is the case. Platinum Games. That's who it was. Okay. Yeah. I can, I can feel someone listening to this podcast screaming it through the uh, through time and space back to me. But that was a pretty good game. I, I, now, I obviously love those games. Yeah, I... I'd say I'd like to see these games. And the fact that Hasbro said that they would be an easy Game Pass ad means that they are willing and probably like maybe chomping at the bit to actually get these games into Game Pass. Microsoft, like, you even take some of my money, just put it on, please. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, these these games probably don't sell anymore. So to get them in Game Pass, get people exactly. excited about them, especially with the new game coming out. I've still and got my this copy down the basement yeah for for Cybertron I love that game so much they go get some money essentially for old rope aren't they you know yes. if the games aren't being sold get them in game pass people start playing them generate a little bit of income that way especially with the recent games sorry not games the recent movies coming out and the game coming up yeah yeah well we seem to get one of these Transformers movies every two or three years don't we we do, but I swear they get worse. I actually really enjoy the latest movie. Uh, in all fairness, I haven't seen the latest one. That's the Beast Wars or something, is it? It's not Beast Wars. What's it called? Now you've uh... it's it's got the Beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ones the, in it. I can't think what it is. Yeah, I've not. In all fairness, I've never seen. I think it was the previous one, Age of Extinction, with the dinosaurs with Grimlock and that. In it. <laughs> no, no, there's one after that as well. Oh, was the one, one after that? There's, there's one that's, where there's a um, dragon in it. Oh, yeah. Well, no, <laughs> no idea then. Uh, to be honest, I watched Transformers 2 in frame and thought, what is this? 
I, I did enjoy the first one, though. I enjoyed the first one quite a lot. Yes. Right. Let's let's move on from Transformers now. <laughs> so the last bit of news before we get into our Evercade reaction is 8BitDoe has revealed two very nice-looking keyboards. It's an old keyboard? <laughs> an old keyboard. No, these are very high-quality mechanical keyboards that styled after two iconic consoles unfortunately the nintendo consoles so we can't have everything <laughs> but, See, it's, it's, it's not a keyboard i'm familiar with and i look at it and go hey, it's a nice keyboard it's just a nice keyboard it's, well, it's, a, it's not a keyboard from anything it's a key piece pc keyboard that's in the style of either the original nes okay. or the japanese equivalent the famicom Oh, I got you. So, hence, hence the two color variants. You've got yes. like a, a gray and a reddish and gold one. That's now, cool. these come with two little dials at the top, and it looks like it's the kind of dials that click into place. Yeah. One of them selects your um, connectivity type and wants to change the volume. Oh, that's cool. It's got a couple of programmable buttons, including an A and B button at the bottom of the keyboard. But yes. I'm sure you can see what its main attraction is from the image. Oh, what do you mean? The two massive buttons you got they can press. That's the one. Two okay. giant programmable buttons. I think they call them something like the duo power buttons or something. <laughs> and you they could actually be quite handy, do you know, it's like macro sort of buttons. Well <laughs> what is the Functionality behind these, sorry. Big buttons that you can press. Buttons. Yeah, is just that, big buttons, it? just whack them, yeah. Kind of like how people get the um, big enter keys they have, and if they're angry, just go, smack on the table. <laughs> yeah. Just don't smack maybe, this one, though. Maybe. And let's face it, who doesn't love a big red button to push? <laughs> what does that one do? It's... Press select. What does that one do? Launch a missile. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, well, 50-50 chance. Didn't say which <laughs> one it was. Well, you can actually connect up to four of these to the keyboard. So you can have a total of eight of these buttons. If well, you I wish. guess you have up, down, left, right, A, B, X, Y. No, but they're not that type of keys. <laughs> no, but, but surely someone will come to a point where like, I can do this. And they'll program you know what? buttons to that. When I'm editing this podcast, that would be handy for trimming or cutting. So I could just click where I want, hit the big red button, Cut it where I need, and then have the other one, you know, <laughs> delete and drag. That, that actually, actually, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm just finding this to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Carry walking, be like, what is that? Eli? I need it specifically for Ed's in my podcast. Yeah, should be like, can I press the red button? <laughs> now, that'd be Elliot, and he'd be there playing like the drums. <laughs> yeah. Now these are condensed keyboards, so it's eighty-seven key keyboards. Yeah. And they are available for pre-order, but I'm not entirely sure if the pre-orders have sold out already. I had a quick look on Amazon. Yeah, but yeah, to, to be honest, do you know what? I really regret not getting those oh. Sonic keyboards that we talked about. Oh yeah, they were nice. Oh, I just wish I got one of them. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> they are up on Amazon and the pre-order is $99. So the, these are cheap. exclusive to the US. $99 isn't bad for a keyboard. I know, um, but for a mechanical with 
I have no, two no. keyboards. I have an Apple and a Microsoft keyboard, and both of them are valued at over $99. Nah, fair enough. Like, and that's not even like a flex, like, oh, look at my keyboard collection. These are like the the most basic bitch sort of keyboards that you can actually get. Spazzo, my keyboard, pff, not even 30, 30 quid. <laughs> Yours is like one of the old um, Spectrum Dead Flesh keyboards. Have you ever used one of them? No, I've not. Right, there's a reason they call them Dead Flesh. <laughs> that's exactly what the tactile response on them is. Ooh. Now, if anyone does want to pick one of these up, I will leave a link in the show notes. As I mentioned, though, I'm not sure if these have already sold out. But these are US um, only, so you have to pay getting the uh, imports and that. Yeah, if you if you get one from the UK, if they're available, you can purchase them, and Amazon will pay the import fee okay. and give it all up front. So what you see is what you pay kind of thing at the checkout. Now, these will release on the 20th of September, so only, what, six, seven weeks away from yeah where we are now. So, I don't know. Maybe have a look at them. You can use them wired. They have their own 2.4 gigahertz dongle, or you can use them through Bluetooth. So I just want cool. the big buttons. You can buy them separately, but I don't think you can connect them to anything without the actual ah, okay. keyboard. They look like they have like a little mini jack connection. Yes, yeah, wired into the bottom yeah. of it. They actually remind me a little bit of, do you know the buttons that you can get for the Microsoft accessibility control? Yes, yeah, the basically the, yes i know exactly what you mean yeah it, it gives me that sort of vibes i don't know if they are compatible be pretty cool if they were no, but be. you must be able to buy them separately because you can connect up to four pairs of them to one keyboard oh, i don't know I, I, someone surely will make it so up down left right abx yeah is you could but so like, it, it depends this way yeah, but it depends whether or not your keyboard will allow you to press so many keys in one go. Also, how you know, responsive you, they'll be. I'm sure they'll be responsive. I think the increased response time will be from you physically having to move your hand around. Yeah. So, I don't know. Someone will do it. Yeah, they will. Now, before we get onto the Evercade portion of the episode, we'd just like to say, if you're enjoying this episode, we'd love to hear from you. And you can help support the podcast by leaving us an uh, honest review on your favorite podcasting app. Only takes a minute, it's completely free, and honestly, it helps us so much. Yes, it does. But if you're able to, you can also support the podcast further from only £1 per month through either Spotify or Patreon. And in return, you will receive an ad-free version of the podcast, and you'll even get a shout-out on our next episode. Now, you actually missed out on the limited run. I forgot who they were for a moment then. Yes. The limited run event, didn't you? I did. And yes, you, you were saying that you were a little a little upset about that. Yeah. No, so, well, I think it was because of how, how well they did it. With it going back to E3. Yeah, it was, it was, I wouldn't say it was done well, but it was done in an entertaining fashion. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was done. So, I haven't seen the Evercade one yet. I've got a feeling this will be a little bit more like a traditional, here's a game, here's yes. the release date, here's a game, here's a release date. But I would be interested to in see what they've got. We've got a lot more indie titles in this one. And should, should we start it? Are you ready? Yeah, I reckon we should jump straight into it. 
Okay, here we go. It's worth mentioning as well, all these cartridges will be compatible with both the Evercade EXP and the Evercade Versus. Yes. Oh, and obviously the... Um... Hand, the new handheld as well. The they should be compatible as well. Yeah, with the Mega Tech handhelds. I've already forgotten what they the were called. We only took Hyper Mega Tech, was it? <laughs> Something like that. Oh, I don't know. We only talked about them last episode. Yeah, the Hyper Mega Tech. Yeah. See, I am considering getting one of them. I was looking at them at Argos the other day. Oh, oh they're in Argos. They're showing on Argos and Amazon now. Pre-orders £50. Old Towers. I've been playing Old Towers and Gem GG. Mm. Yeah, I remember that. The one we zipping around. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Gem GG. I know. I do think this is a good way for, as the saying, let indie developers actually get a physical version of the game. Yes. Now you might have to share the cartridge with a couple of other indie devs. I I think I actually quite like the fact that they are bringing out indie games on a cartridge that you can put into a console. It, yeah. it gives a well. Uh, one that is... island one was on Jam GG as well. All right. So I think what a lot of these are is more modern games for old systems. Let's see what we're getting. Oh, I, I recognize at least one of those games. Oh, actually, I think I recognize two. Bazaar. I mean, was like, don't recognize the game. Attack of the Pesky Robots, I think. It, oh, there is the first one. Petsky. This one. So this is actually a YouTuber that I watch, um, the 8-Bit Guy. Yes. And he's made that, and I think I saw his other game, Planet X2, the bottom left one there. Farming Simulator? Ah, if I remember right, wasn't that given away as some sort of like special edition with Farming Simulator 2021 or something? They okay. give a Commodore C64 version of it. All right. I, we have spoke about it. I can't remember which version it was. But I have a feeling that's what it actually was. It definitely looked like a C64 game. That looks like that reminds uh, me of Rastan. Ah, there we go. There you go. Oh, he's gonna die. <laughs> he's got loads of videos about 
making this and it's so interesting to see like how many versions of the same game he has to do oh really yeah because it's for older computers and so many like different systems graphic styles it was really interesting watching If this came out originally on the Amiga, that would have been absolutely mind-blowing. Man, can you imagine games are taking a year to make now? Or, sorry. Well, well yeah. Games. Imagine that if um, Rockstar could push out a new Grand Theft Auto in a year. Definitely. It gives me... Um, I feel like I'm watching Doom, if I'm honest. Well, there's a game on the Amiga called Gloom. It oh, gives okay. me a mix of Gloom and Eye of the Beholder. God, this, this game looks pretty cool. <laughs> Just a little tank this, game. Is, this looks like the um, Atari game. Is it Tank or Tanks? Except it looks like they've stole um, Advanced Sports Sprites. Like it could be a laugh, though. <laughs> Wait, he did, that guy's good, though, teammate. So, uh, must be a lot of team killing. No, I reckon this does look fun. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you could have like four player going. Oh, yeah. I like these sorts of games where you're flying up with the uh, mm. airplane taking things out. Are they running out of fuel? Do they have to keep going over the um, carriers to get more fuel or something? Yeah, he said, uh-oh, when he shot, uh-oh, when he shot it. Yeah. <laughs> no! I know that you said this was for the MSX, but this reminds me a lot of C64 games. Just maybe a bit more color in it, though. Is that a mace? Yeah, it looks like it. I say it definitely gives me um, Rastan vibes as well. I've never played Farming Simulator because. Do you know what I, I have? <laughs> the, it's in Game Pass. It? Oh, no, I, it's I, all I right. I'm like, oh, I don't want to just sit there. I can see it the kind farming. of game that you'd want to play with someone else just you because could. it's easier. You're not having to switch between vehicles as much. Oh, okay. Yeah, there we go. I can't believe they actually made a C64 game. It's kind of a bit of a joke, essentially. 
See, if I did get this hyper mega tech or whatever yeah, my what, handheld's what, called. What games did you get? What collections, sorry? I don't know. That actually doesn't look like a bad collection, but there's so many. There was the Worms collection. There was the uh, there was a collection with Another World and... At yours. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to play it because um, we don't want our friendship getting too too stable do we oh no not at all we need to uh we need we need Phil I, to blame us more i just saw that game the one with the little mages where yeah. you kept oh. jumping on my head and knocking me down the that wasn't me that was phil I thought, I yeah i know I, it wasn't me but that game was fantastic hmm. i think they were both released as mega drive games like modern mega drive yes. games See, this is pretty good because these cartridges as well, you almost always get, at least get like two free games on them. Yes. So, no, you're not paying. And the cartridges are not £50 cartridges, are they? Uh, £17.99 each. Exactly. So, you know, they are... Or $20, 20 euros. Because if you think about how much time and effort people are putting, up, putting into these cartridges. Yeah. You know. But again, the fact we go... Well, we mention this all the time. Preserving gaming history. Yes. The physical cartridges. Yes. No, exactly. I, I meant to mention it earlier about, you know, it's great that they are releasing more and more physical. So there's not a massive worry of losing it somewhere. Because there's another um, game that we mentioned before, Good Boy Galaxy. Yes, we did. I'm sure that was a Game Boy Advance game, I think it was. Like a modern Game Boy Advance game. So, so it's a nice the... scene. Which console would you get? Would you get the handheld or would you get the console? Um, I don't know. If I got the handheld, I'd probably get those £50 ones that we yes. talked about last episode that look like the old text. Game Boy, yeah. I guess for multiplayer, though, it's kind of, you'd want to have the... It's probably one of these. It's probably like a gateway drug into it, isn't it? You get the £50 <laughs> handheld, handheld like, oh, I buy a couple friend. of games... Buy the home console. They like ah, oh, I like the handheld. I like the half yeah. tech. I fancy the EXP bigger in. Yeah. <laughs> Who's a good boy? Oh yeah. I think, I think this looks like a nice little fun game. Yeah. I hate games with like several several routes. I feel like I have to go and explore every single one to make sure I get everything that's in the route. Yay for OCD. <laughs> I know. Seriously, some of the music I'm hearing from some of these games, I'm actually feeling no like really nostalgic. I just like it. Like, boop, 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 boop. It's just... Again, it's just the music. Oh, again, these are two Mega Drive games. I do love this, this one, art style on the. This one, uh, uh, sorry, not this one. The other game that's on the pack actually looks yeah. quite good. It's a bit like um, a roguelite Metroidvania style game. Okay, where you have three different characters. 
But honestly, the just like looking at the front of the uh, cases, it's just yeah. fantastic. I love the art style. And the, the fact that you get manuals with them. Yes. Like, you know, you, you actually have the, the uh, I don't know, little clips or holders in the box actually useful for yeah. Well, yeah, they're not just for show. No. Or to hold an advertisement for another game in there. Yeah, I watched someone playing that recently, and it looked pretty good. Was that only last year that it came out? Feels longer than that. Oh. So you get a free game every month to play. Yeah, but it sounds like you only it sounds like you only get to keep it for that month and then it's replaced yeah. the following month by a yes. different game. No, no, but then you know, you, you play the game and you're like, oh, it's great. But like they said, at the end of the year, all the games get released as a physical game. Yeah. Like as a collection. That sounds pretty good. Tapeworm disco. <laughs> see I think this is a good way as well for smaller developers just to get the games out there yeah what sort of cartridges are these what was that about the cartridges I was about to say, so with the cartridges, what type of cartridges are they? Can you fit, will it only fit, I'm guessing, FAK cartridges in them? Is it yeah, their it's, sort of proprietary? It's their cartridges. It's yeah. like when you had Game Boy, you had Game Boy cartridges. Yeah. You couldn't use them in a Game Gear or anything like that. No, it's just a project. I thought so, but. That's a very C64 screen, but I can guarantee you've never got that audio quality out of a C64. <laughs> that was random. Interesting. Oh, it's okay, giving you getting giving you a way to get a game, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they just proved wrong why I just said that, haven't they? You be depends what the game is. Uh, oh, well, already this looks significantly more substantial than what you tend to get. Yeah. What the heck? So, obviously, that's a puzzle game. This reminds me of something like um, Flashback or Part of Darkness, actually. That's, that's pretty cool. So is this a game that's made specifically for the console now? 
I don't recognize this. Let's not say it hasn't been released somewhere maybe, else. So maybe that's why it's game by itself on a card. Yeah. They met. Yeah. Or robots. Or... Yeah, they all look like robots. Definitely gives me like flashback vibes. Full, full void. Full void. It looks like it's a co- exclusive. Yeah. That looks brilliant, that actually. It does. I love the graphics. Ah, right. So it's ported, so it must be elsewhere. Yeah. But this is the first physical release of this game. They've just said. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. Sometimes, like, this is... It was detailed, but it's relatively simple pixel graphics. And yeah. this, it can be so effective. I can see the Mega Drive and the SNES in the background. <laughs> and obviously, they've got the EXP in the verses as well. Yeah. I'm looking in the background of all these to see what they've got in the rooms with them. Oh, he's got a... Little Tails. Yeah. How big do you reckon these cartridges are? Like a gigabyte, two gigabyte, or oh. no, not physically. <laughs> yeah, can't be more than two gig, surely. I'm just curious, you know, what what kind of games can this Different. maybe in the future support? Yeah, but surely they could put whatever size they could create certain any size cartridges. Possibly, I, I don't know how the cartridges work whether it puts a bit of the game into RAM or whether it actually acts as like a ROM with yeah. the system, I don't know. This is a, obviously it's a very story-driven narrative. Yeah. But... Have you ever played Flashback or um, Another World? No. Ah, you need to play them. But it's like this where there's, it, they're very cinematic in the way they play. Mm. But long before you had like FMV or um, like animated sequences in games. See, I'd probably be interested in something like this on the Switch. Yeah. 
<laughs> I like the way a manual is now like a, a special a feature. Manual. Hey, do you know what? That's a really good value. I was expecting, say, like 50 quid, 59.99. That that was a lot better value Mm. than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Oh, and it's available to pre-order now. Well, yeah. I don't know, I think there was quite quite a few good games in there. Nothing... Oh, I think there was. A- apart from Full Void, nothing I saw there that was like, oh yeah, definitely definitely need that, but... I just like I think... how we have a company, a fan base, who there's an ability to preserve older games so yeah, well. And absolutely. they're doing so much to do that as well going forwards. Yeah, there's loads. I saw Duke Nukem then. Yeah. Well, that I think that had um, Duke Nukem, the, not Duke Nukem 3D, but the Duke Nukem 1 and 2 on it. Yeah. Oh, there we okay. go. For a split second, I thought that was Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be silly. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty good as well. Would it be enough to maybe entice you into buying one of them? If I was to buy one, again, it'd be one of the consoles. I'll do the same as you and get the Hyper Mega Tech. Um, if I was yeah. to do it's a nice little handheld console. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing it's the size of a Game Boy. Uh, I think he would get Samsung to play it. If anything, if I was to get the EXP, he would be more likely to play that and pick it up that way. Yeah. I don't know. Um, as I said last time, I might be wrong. There might be features on the EXP that the other system doesn't have. But for the fact that it's less than half the price. Yes. You know, you could pick up the two variants of the other console and a game. You could even get that special edition one and still come out £5 up. No, exactly. So it's it just... All of it, all of their products, all their items have got just seem such a good value for money. And that's what you need when you're trying to build this sort of base, which is a very niche base. But obviously they've got the traction yeah. because people want this stuff to stick around. They want well, to I think I think I saw that that full void was cartridge number 32. Yeah. So the fact that they've got up to 32 of them at the moment it's means amazing. that hopefully there's definitely the market there there's the the want and the demand for them yes so i just would hate for them to go the way of like jam gg and pie packer you know it's this great service or in this case great product and just not be able to keep the momentum going to continue 
But I would be interested in seeing what other standalone titles they bring out. Because I was thinking, oh, look, they're bringing out dual game cartridges. You know, it's not as good value as it was when you were getting like five or six games on a cartridge. And then they went off first single game cartridge. Like, oh. But to think, for a physical game, for you're paying $17.99. For- yeah. That... That does look like a really good game. I might actually have a look to see if it's available elsewhere after this. And just give a quick game. Well, well, just purchase it if it's on yeah. Steam or something. But if I do end up getting that Hyper Mega Tech or whatever it's called, actually, give me a second. I need to see what it actually was called. It was Hyper Mega Tech. I did check it earlier. Oh, was it? Was it? Right. I don't know if I was just putting loads of random words together. Super Hyper Mega Tech well, Alpha. It's kind of a mixture, but it is, it is the Hyper Mega Tech. Yeah. I'd be interested in getting at least that cartridge to play on it, as well as the Street Fighter games. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, definitely. Yeah. Well, that's all we've got for this episode. So I think it was a pretty, pretty good episode. Pretty, pretty diverse. Uh, no, I I think so too. I think it was a fantastic episode for the Evercade Shake especially. But yeah. With that, should we say goodbye and thanks for everyone listening? Yes, thank and you very much. As always, if you want to find out anything about what we talked about in this episode, you can do by reading the full show notes at retrogamingdads.co.uk. We've been the Retro Gaming Dads and we'll see you next week.